You're listening to an encore presentation from the Transformation Talk Radio Network. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John D. Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Oh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. I'm Suzanne Alexandria, and my co-host today is Tamara Jordan, and we are so grateful. Let's say a big thank you to Dr. Pat. We are standing in while she is on vacation somewhere, beautiful and hopefully warm. And so we're we're bringing to you the energy that she loves and that she brings of transformation and talking. And we are taking live calls today. So I do want to put a shout out if you're listening and you'd like a live to, to receive a live reading from us, we are talking about daring to live that transformative life that she just mentioned, daring to own your own life and daring to be a maverick. Our title is MavNav Your Life. So Tamara, why don't you introduce yourself and then I'll introduce myself. Hi, aloha. I'm Tamara Jordan. I am co-founder of Legacy 22 Women's Groups. I am a certified sacred passage life doula, um, or death doula, excuse me, other way. Um, I am a an inspirational, transformational life speaker, and I am a mystic. And I often get asked, well, what's a mystic? Um, mystics transcend lots of different religions, but essentially, a mystic is somebody who believes that their life is a living conversation with divine love, with God, with the universe. You uh, use the chosen term, but those are that's where I come from on this whole issue of transformation and the power and the beauty of it. Beautiful, beautiful. And I'm Suzanne Alexandria. I'm a mindset coach and a healer and a spiritual guide. And I'm a channel of energy and intuitive guidance. And I work with powerful men and women who really are about making changes in their lives in powerful ways to get out of the old and into the new. And isn't that what like these past couple of years have been showing us we need to do, Tammy, right? Like with COVID. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like things, yeah, it's, it's shined a big flashlight on, whoa, like, there's some stuff that seems or that sometimes is out of our control, but what is within us, within our control? That's Hasn't what we're that talking been the about. revelation of the, of, the, of the whole COVID thing a, on a certain level? Um, I don't want to minimize anybody's experience on, on other levels, but have you not found that in this place where it seemed like the whole planet was profoundly out of control, suddenly the shift turned very internal and what's going on in here and in here um, mm-hmm. that needs maybe to be addressed. It must be addressed for you to be free. If you ask me, that's what my work is about. It has to be addressed. Right. It has to be looked at with the lens of the divine 
that's what sets us free. So we both have like a major focus on freedom, a freedom of thinking and choice and taking the bull by the horns, right? Yeah. And I think, don't you think that we come into this with a little bit different perspective today as Susanna and I talk, I think maybe you're going to uh, key into to what we, the way that we say it is that we're, um, we're of an age where we are, maybe we're losing hormones, but we're gaining perspective, baby. Oh, and yeah. that's really powerful in a, in a world, it's certainly in a country that validates the highest thing is to be youthful and sexy and rich. And what a shame, because in truth, because we no longer honor our elders, we've lost that incredibly powerful understanding that wisdom wisdom gained through life lived is one of the most powerful forces in the universe. So if you're watching this and you are um, anywhere near our age range uh, of choice, uh, <laughs> we hope that you will be inspired, that it's an amazing and a wonderful thing uh, to be able to have a little bit more wisdom. And we hope that we're bringing it to you today to help you begin to consider what ways do you want to transform your life? Yeah. And to be a maverick. So we have been working through and we have a new program launching in the new year and it's called MavNav Your Life. And there you can find out a little bit more at MavNavLife.com. What does MavNav stand for? Maverick Navigation. Maverick Navigation. And so one of the pearls of wisdom that we're here to share is about how do you use your innate navigation system to really harness your power? Really, that's what like my energy work is about in my office and in my daily work. How do you come back to your own power? How do you make choices from a place of empowerment? How do you see through a lens of being an empowered woman or man and, and choosing from that place. And a maverick is someone or, or in a herd, one who breaks away from the herd. So we're talking, and I think if anything, right, Tammy, like COVID has presented so many opportunities to follow a herd, like on either side of the political sphere, <clears throat> on either side of the health sphere, on any side of all of it, people found themselves and have found themselves taking sides like, oh, the vaccine is good or it's bad or, you know, do this with a mask or not. And every one of those is a herd, you know, you can look at it. But what we found is like the, the real strength and freedom, at least for me, has been to say, wait a minute, well, I'm not even sure. I don't know what's right or wrong with, with all of that. What I've got to do is go in here and trust something bigger, um, my truth, you know, and then make an informed decision. So COVID for me and for a lot of us has, has been this profound school of, of like choosing and freedom of choice or not, or surrendering all your choice, like saying, okay, I'm just going to do what the government says, or I'm going to do what the CDC or what my doctor says or whatever. So there's so many ways to look at it, but um, how, how, what's your version of breaking away from the herd? So why don't you share a little bit about your perspective of Tammy, what's a maverick? You know, a maverick is one who breaks away from the herd. I mean, quite simply, and it, it, there are a lot of herds in life. Don't you think like when you begin to sort of break it down, there's family 
there's a, a mentality of who you should be and what you should do sometimes. For some of us, it's career um, or job uh, expectations. For some of us, it is political affiliation. We may not have beliefs that go outside of our special group vision. For some of us, it's religious um, overprint of how we should view the world, see things, perceive things, and who we should be. There are other herd groups um, that have expectations on behavior, morals, etc. And that is not a bad thing intrinsically, but I think if you want to live your life, then there's a point at which you begin to independently think, okay, this is all great and I love ABC, but I need to live my life because as far as I can tell, the allotment of your time in this life is limited and if you don't live your dreams or your truth or the beauty of who you are while you're here on your terms as best possible, it will be gone. There is a moment and it is yours. And it begins now because we're having this conversation. So really moving into an understanding of navigating from here for some people is very complex. You, you need to sort of start from your beginning and figure out, well, who am I? For instance, people who come from a background more like mine, where we were people pleasers and um, traditional codependents and um, folks who really wanted to make things okay for other people, we've long just ingrained following the herd. The herd is safe, the herd is love, the herd is security. And Often the price of that was losing even the basic ability to know who we are, what we wanted and what really worked for us. So for some folks beginning to um, navigate from here requires learning what is in here. For other folks, they're a little clearer on what they want or what works for them, but they feel perhaps burdened, shamed, obligated to continue to make decisions, choices, lifestyle, ethics um, to please the group in which they dearly love generally the people um, in that group. So for them, a little bit different challenge to find their way to be an independent, beautiful, luminous version of who they are. And I think for me, the, the first thing about, about really being you and this world and the glory of it is to begin to own who you are, to begin to think independently if you like uh, a particular belief that's in a group, dude, rock it, go with it. If you do not, find gracious ways to, do your, to go your own way and respectful that each person can choose differently. Sometimes when people get into wanting to really do them, they kind of get that, well, you know, fight me attitude, I'm doing this. And we really encourage you that that being really respectful of yourself and not needing to tell anybody off because you're going to be a certain way is a more evolved beautiful representation of who you are so just independent thought and i would say the other really important thing about being a maverick is when you think independently if you marry that with genuine self-love and with fully owning your choices. Those three things, that combo platter is bad 
ass, baby. That's what begins to move you slowly but surely into a life that you love, that you have crafted as best you could from here and used a lot of this to build something beautiful and meaningful, uniquely so to you. So I think those are my, like my three biggies is to mm-hmm. genuinely love yourself, to think independently and to, uh, oh, this is the great thing about the sage, you lose the third one, um, to, to love yourself, to think independently. And what was my other one, Suze? <laughs> <laughs> to, to make, well, you talked about making your own choices. Yes. Yeah. Oh, to so, fully own your, sorry. It's to yeah. fully own your choices. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. So um, that's all right. Let's, let's, I want to actually talk for a few minutes about family. Um, just because we've been in the holidays just now. And mm. before we do that, I want to say the phone number. So if y'all are listening and you're curious about uh, for a reading that can help you see a perspective if any of this is striking you yes. and you're you're sort of stuck in, in an old way and you want a new perspective, we'll do readings for you. And the phone number for that is 800-930-2819 or you can send them through the Facebook feed. Um, we're here with our teams to help you get unstuck. And if this topic is a of interest, we would love to be of service. Um, and I, so as you were talking, Tammy, I wanted to talk about, about family because I mean, in some sense, I've come to see like the great midlife crisis as even this time where people realize they, they got to do some work and break away. I mean, I'm not talking about them where you go buy a fancy sports car, although that's fine to do, but like, it's, it's an, I think it's natural that we come to a time and I see this in my own life and I see it with my clients where we, especially during the holidays, we're questioning like, wait a minute, how, what if this does work and what doesn't? What do I want my life to be like vis-a-vis my family? And so I just wanted to touch on that because that's been a way that my life and a lot of people I know have has been changed when we decide to break away from things like family obligations that we thought we were responsible for, or um, even just ways that that aren't like 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 that that are contradictory to who we really are, and our society has this crazy kind of like imposed system that says well, you have to stick with your family. Blood is thicker than water kind of thing. And so, but sometimes that's really destructive to stick with a system or, you know, especially if there's trauma or there's things, you know, like just oppressive narcissism or whatever it is. That is one way that a lot of us choose to break out. And it's not easy. It it can be really hard to bust out and say, "Uh, I'm not going to spend as much time with that person or, um, you know, participate in this old way because they always hurt me or, you know, it's it's painful in some way. So that just strikes me as one, one way in our daily life where, we've learned to navigate from a different place and we have our own stories of that, but it's, it's common. I see that among lots of people and those I work with and love where we have to be like, ah, 
I can't do that anymore. I think sometimes we're forced into being a maverick because it's like so painful to stick around and keep doing the same thing over and over. So I just wanted to touch on, on that. Yeah, I think, you know, you spoke of that there are cases and I don't think it's super common, but I think there are cases where there has been so much trauma or there is someone who is so incredibly toxic that a need for a break or a dramatic distancing is necessary. And, you know, those, obviously those are case by case unspecific, but I would encourage that this making choices around that really come from a place of self-love and respect. You know, a lot of times I think our understanding of self-love is really influenced by pop culture and it's a shame because the, the version they're offering is really flimsy and cheaply made. Um, Self-love when you, I mean, think about all the people that you love and that you take care of and your nearest and dearest in your life, perhaps they're your children or a beloved, a beloved one, your parent, a special friend, you know, whoever it is, your, your pets for some people, the way that you love and care for them is not that you just give them a goodie. I think I'm always a little perturbed by, you know, folks who say, when you say, you know, you need to practice self-love, their first thought is, oh, I can have the donut or I'll get a massage that's kind of flimsy. Self-love is deeply caring about and valuing yourself, mm -hmm. not just doing all the cheats or getting your way. It's about genuinely loving you. And this morning in my meditation, it really hit me part of self-love for me. And maybe this resonates with somebody out there. Part of self-love for me is in cheering on, inspiring, motivating, believing in myself to do the things that are really scary, but would up-level my life another level if I got there. And so for me, self-love, I think in 2022, this is going to be a part of my, my um, you know, mindset as I go forward, is to consider how can I encourage me to really be, to go bigger and mm -hmm. be a little braver, right? Yeah. You know, how does yeah. self-love like, don't you think it's a larger conversation, Suze, about how we love ourselves? Yeah, absolutely. Giving ourselves like the luxury of making a choice that's for our best interest. Yeah. That, that's inherent in what I was talking about with family. So I'm really glad you brought that out because it's, it's like making choices because I love myself and I stand for me. And if I don't, who will, and I choose to, you know, make a change or bring something new into my life that I agree. I agree. The other stuff is nice. It's, it's kind of essential too, but it's not that deep place of like, I value myself so much if you that I give change. myself this. Yeah. That I give myself a new habit. Frankly, Let's talk about habits because mav-naving your life is, is a lot of it is about doing what you got to do to be the best you possible. And for instance, yoga with me, I've had this, I had a break from yoga for a while. I became a yoga teacher like 10 years ago and yoga has been a part of my life. And I fell away because I started doing Qigong, which 
isn't bad, but my, I mean, it's glorious, but my body needs yoga. It actually really needs yoga. That's why I was, you know, became so into it and became a teacher. And I've come around not so long ago saying, wow, because I love myself and I know my body really needs yoga and thrives when I give it some good stretching, I'm going to do yoga. And that is like, that's, that's like, to me, one of the, the habits that is the most self-loving for me, for me so that I can function and be pain-free and and all these things. So yeah, it's about conscious choices like that. It took me a long time to get to your friend though. Yeah. Yeah. With me, you'd be like, Tammy, you do Tammy. so much better yeah. when you do the yoga. Come on, exactly. baby, do your yoga. Yeah. You would encourage me out of a place of love and respectfully yes. so. You would encourage me. I loved what you said about, you know, sometimes sometimes it's in regard to family, sometimes it's in regard to other people, but you know that you need distance or you need to do something differently and you need to say, I need to do this. Um, this or Sometimes you have to explain it, sometimes you don't. Let's be honest. A lot mm-hmm. of times people feel like they need to have a conversation. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I want to challenge that mindset because there's somebody listening to this who is very concerned. Do they need to talk to others that they're not going to spend time with them? Maybe you do. Oh yeah, (laughs) exactly. Case by case. (laughs) Lean into this. It's case by case, number one. Yeah. But always let me, let me give you the MavNav tip here. If you're going to do something because you know you need to do it to love yourself, the place that you need to come in hot on, the energy that you need to ride in on is I need to do this for me and not any of that. And it doesn't matter what you think or, you know, I'm doing this for me, the drama. Oh my God. You know, none of that. You need to come in just that clear, true sense of self, the authenticity of it. I need to do this for me. So I'm I, you know, respectfully, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it and then offer it back to others. If you want to have it in your own life, you darn well better be offering it back to others and understanding that they will do so. And it's not against you. As long as your choices are for me and not against you, you know what I mean? Like the motive mm-hmm. is there. That's what exactly. we're exactly. You want yeah. real transformational change. You have to own your stuff. And owning it is not against you. It's only that, you know, the, the deep integrity, the respectful, I need to do this, you know, like that's the knowing that's deep in your belly. That's your truth. I'm doing it. I need to, and I want to, because I love myself because I care about myself. Mm -hmm. That's my why. That's my why. And that's, that's where I, you know, I fly. That's the yeah. Fly, and right? a lot of people, even my daughters, I have teenage daughters and they, they'll, they'll, if I say something like that, they'll say, well, that's selfish. And so, you know, that, that is not the truth because what, what happens is that when I guide myself like this, from this deep knowing of what is best for me, then my kids benefit. And so do those around me. It's like the most selfless thing to do because, we're in this place of authenticity and we are ourselves. We're listening to our hearts. We're listening to our guidance, our angels. So it's, it's like the biggest gift of self, you know, self-fulfillment. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Selfish yeah. is mm-hmm. against somebody else at mm-hmm. me at all costs. 
That's yeah. a, such a different energy than mm -hmm. I'm going to own who I am and I know what I need and it's against nobody, but I'm going to take care of myself, respecting and honoring that you get to take care of yourself. Selfish is against somebody. Self-care and self-love is simply loving on, because you wouldn't think twice about supporting your bestie mm -hmm. or your partner to take care of themselves and to love yeah. themselves and to be the fullest unique expression of who they are. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah. To tend in that garden. Turn, so in 2022, how do you turn that <laughs> towards you in gracious and wise and beautiful ways? How For the greatest good of all. That's yeah. what we're asking. Yeah. That's so let's, let's go into something. We have a little suggestion for going into the new year, but before we get into that, I just want to say, if you all like what you're hearing, we're doing free readings about, uh, to help you find any place where you're stuck. The number is 800-930-2819. And also, uh, we are going to be launching some new programming this in the new year. So Go to my website and get on my email list, SuzanneAlexandria.com, and you will be able to stay in touch with both of us that way as we launch. So Tammy, you um, had this brilliant suggestion about to focus. One of your big uh, mottos is, to, well, not motto, one of your living essences is gratitude. And so tell us about how we weave gratitude and your idea for, for this kind of little transition point we're in for the new year. Well, the fundamental truth, if you walk away from nothing else from this, <laughs> I want you to remember that gratitude <laughs> turbocharges spiritual change and transformation. Yes, turbocharge. Pure D gratification is the mother freaking holy road because it drops you out of resentment, out of entitlement, out of uh, self-pity, and it puts you squarely into the truth. And the truth is that as long as your lungs are pumping fully and your heart is working and your bot, your immune system is functioning, there are some crazy beautiful things happening to you and you didn't even think to be grateful for that. Because I tell you what, anything happens to one of those systems, it's going to be evident to you immediately how critical they are. So if yours are functioning great right now, dude, start your gratitude there. Thank you for this body. Even if it's perfect, it's perfectly imperfect and it is mine and I am grateful. So we always start mm -hmm. from there. Thinking about 2022, a lot of people, this is the week between Christmas and New Year's. And a lot of people are like beginning, oh, I should start my New Year's resolutions. Oh, I can't call them resolutions. Herd mentality here. I've got to call them something else. Call them whatever the freak you want. Don't do any do some, whatever. I mean, you need to know what works for you, but I'm going to give you some ideas to play with. And with your independent thinking mind, you can decide if it's something that's efficacious for you. Um, so what we've been thinking about is this week, instead of pushing straight into the 2022, you know, what do I want to do? What do I want to be? A really wise place to start that. Here's an idea. Grab your phone, go back to January in the albums and look through it. Pay attention to what your year had. There are so many things in the phone that you cannot believe that you forgot. Maybe you have a text chain with dear friends. Make it go back. Go back and just sort of see what was happening over the year. 
think about what you came through. What are you proud of? How did you change? How did you not change? What was hard? What did you learn? Begin to use your wisdom to assess where you were, what you came through. And before you launch into 2022, be grateful for what was good about 2021. This was a very difficult, I would say, largely traumatic year again. And you probably need to reconcile with some of that. It could be helpful. But also, there was good that happened. How are you going to be grateful and take that gratitude to uplift you into 2022? If mm-hmm. you're listening to this, you have an interest in transformation. You were brought here by a divine hand. Thank you. So that we could share with you some ideas. So we're asking you, could you consider these ideas? What if you flipped through your phone and you thought about what was good and you were grateful for it and you use that energy to begin to prepare you for what you'd like to see, do, smell, taste, be mm-hmm. in 2022? Yeah. Like what if you are scrolling through and you hit upon an experience? Cause those are all experiences that you've photographed, right? Like the richness of the experience is what we're here for. If you ask me, and what if you find some of those and you just pause, take a moment and say, thank you for that experience, mm. because now I am here now I am the person that I am. Every experience, whether it's shitty or not, or amazing has formed you and it will continue to be so. And gratitude on the energetic scale, right? Speaking energetically, it just like transports you to a way higher vibration instantly if you can get there. And honestly, there have been times when gratitude in my life has been hard to find. And I have said a mighty prayer, help me be grateful. I'm not, you know, like sometimes it's like that. So if, if you're, if you're in that position right now, say a prayer, help me get grateful because I can't seem to see beyond this mess that I'm in or whatever it is. Help it's, me. It's a discipline. Do you not mm-hmm. think it's it a is discipline to pay attention to what's good because the brain, you know, through millions of years of evolution is a problem finder. It finds Mm -hmm. a problem that it addresses it. And sometimes, yeah, (laughs) but yeah, but I love what you're saying that we can ask for help. And if we're open, we can begin to find that we can move into gratitude, even in the darkest Mm -hmm. night. I, I cannot even begin to know the experience that some people may be going through um, with sick, love, you know, mm-hmm. love, grieving, dying, loss of marriages that you thought would go forever, all the things. I, 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 and I know that somebody is watching this and their heart is so hurting. And I just, I want you to know I'm saying you love right now, but even in the darkest night, there is a tiny light of love that can shine through to you if you're open, can you, and the question becomes in those moments, cause I've been on the floor where I couldn't move and I've thought I can't, I don't even know how I get up because mm-hmm. it's so dark and what has happened is so not what I expected and is so horribly sad and painful and all the things. But if you can just allow 
I think I could allow there could be a crack of light. I don't know how to do it, but I'm asking for it. If you begin in that small way, I will allow for a little more light. Even in this darkness, I believe there is a light and I will allow for it. If you can begin to allow for a little of that, you can get a little space. Not everybody listening to this is at that place, but I think there are some people that are, and we want to send them the way to hope is to allow that there could be something better. And Suzanne's idea that if you don't feel gratitude, you ask to be shown um, mm -hmm. is beautiful. And it always makes me think of um, uh, the Christmas Carol, the movie where he sees Christmas past and future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, one of the most powerful prayers I pray is show me, yeah. show me how, show me to how to, to do that. Yeah. You have to be willing to mm -hmm. see and you further, you have to allow that what you will be shown could be outside your preconceived notion. Yes, that's right? the truth. Yep. <laughs> it can come in a mysterious package. That's for It'll sure. Allow for something better and more beautiful. Even better. I, often, mm -hmm. I often in my prayer and in my meditation, I will say, surprise me, delight me, wow me. Mm -hmm. And and I'll be darned if I don't get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but part of the reason I got there, people are like, you know, your you know, your life just seems to be so magical so many times. Yes, because I asked for that. <laughs> and you know, that's what it. I'm freaking mm -hmm. looking for, people. Right. Yeah. Where your focus goes, the energy goes. Yeah, that, yeah you ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm patient and I'm open to how it might appear because I trust that I am loved and mm -hmm. that love that I, that I have come to learn that, um, spirit has for me source universe. God has for me fuels lights, the path and leads me forward. Even on ordinary days when nobody notices, you know, mm -hmm. that inspiration is everything for me. And that's my whole mystic thing. That's why I'm living the conversation with God. Mm -hmm. The living conversation. Yeah, it's a conversation at every breath, every day, every moment, <laughs> when you want it to be, right? Even that's a choice. That's a choice to be a maverick navigator in divine consciousness, in you know, knowing that you're surrounded by love. And if even if you don't feel it, at the moment you reach out and you say, wait, well, it's there. Help me get back to it. Help no, me get back you, to it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, but I'm thinking of, you know, pilots when they fly and they're in the clouds mm -hmm. and they have to trust the navigation system yeah. because they can't see. Yeah. And I think that it, that's similar with the divine love thing. There are times when you you're not feeling it, man. And you have to trust that it continues to exist beyond the clouds of your experience right now. Yeah. And there comes that glorious moment when you bust the clouds, baby. And you're like, yes, <laughs> yes, I love you too. <laughs> and we can both feel it. It's so good. You know, so there, yeah. there's always the balance of that trust, you know, and then the moments of glorious bliss when you're really, you're able to fully mm -hmm. feel being a human and living in this world is, it's, it's tricky, right? You got <laughs> to yeah. <laughs> keep developing ways that you can continue to go forward, 
being the kind of human that you want to be. Each of us has a different definition of what's good, what's meaningful, what's beautiful. And the only one that really matters is you for yours, being an independent thinker and not needing any group or external source or person to validate you. Like knowing I'm doing this and I'm sorry if anybody else is bent about it in any way, I hope they're not, but I'm going to keep bringing forth the best of me. If that's making cookies for your um, elderly next door neighbor, that's a beautiful and amazing gift that you're bringing forth. Stay in that place, give from that energy, be that version of you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. really what we want to encourage you toward as you, you know, as we're all moving towards 2022, what's the best version of you? What do you just want to be as a person in addition to any accomplishment dreams that you have? Those are great also. But if you're not amazing inside of that accomplishment, you're really coming up short. How many people have made it to the top of any given number of pyramids, ladders, career charts, you know, however you do this and said, but it wasn't enough. The key is to be the best you as you move toward whatever your dream is, whatever it is, you want to teach kindergarten. You need to be the best kindergarten teacher you can be. And then you're at such a good, happy, loving place that you can serve and give. And that's a lot of what Maverick Navigation is all about. You finding your direction. We don't tell anybody who they need to be or what they need to do because it's not our job. We live in a free will universe. Suze, wouldn't you? I mean, isn't that the heart of it, the whole thing? Yeah. And how do you navigate from this place of divinity and connection and your own true light, your own true self and God and your angels, if you want, how do you, how do you make free will choices, but with all this support? So let's continue that. But I want to ask Benny, Benny, will you remind everyone about the number for calling in for readings? Because we got like 15 minutes. If, um, if there's anyone who wants any listeners who would like a reading. If you have a question or yeah. an idea that you want to bounce off, we're happy to support you in that. Absolutely. We'll give, I can give out the number. It's 800-930-2819, 800-930-2819. And this is a, if you are just tuning in, it's a few days before the new year. So it's a live show just to make, make sure everybody <laughs> <Awesome>. knows. <laughs> yeah. So, so with that um, imagery, Tammy, let's talk about um, the difference between cultivating and expecting the big bang. We've we've been talking about this. So with this with this visual of of being a jet pilot, and I actually know one. I used to live in Washington D.C., and my neighbor was an Air Force jet pilot, and he used to tell us, you know, like he used to come home, and he he lived across the street, and he'd say. Yeah, today it was this glorious day. No, it would be, one day it was cloudy. It was all cloudy over Washington D.C., and he and his buddies got to go up in the jet and go see the sun. I think we hadn't seen the sun for a while. Come to think of it, and I remember thinking, "Wow, you get to do that? That's pretty cool." But think about what that is like. And they could, and I'm sure it was formal training. But a lot of times we're just all we think about, and I have fallen victim to this kind of mentality, which is why I teach about it. 
like you're waiting for the big thing. You're waiting for one big, big bang like that. You know, you finally are going to break through the clouds and it's going to be glorious. But, and thank God we have times like that where we do get bestowed, you know, the grace of achieving something massive all at once or whatever it is. But mostly, right, like why we're talking about this, mostly it's like these series of small, small things. And that's where gratitude keeps me in check and keeps me going because being able to navigate and keep going in the day-to-day when there's COVID and when your kids get sick and when, you know, your business is what it is or whatever it is, like finding and putting together the small bangs <laughs> keeps, it's like, that's what keeps the fire going. That's what keeps the connection, the divine connection. That's what keeps me navigating okay, I got that, that didn't go so well, let me do this. Okay, now that didn't go, oh, here we go, I got this, there we go, that's, that's a solution. And so much of the time, it's easy to, to let like life happen and cascade down into this feeling of, well, you know, what's, that's not working. And that totally makes it, you know, that totally breaks our connection with our, our navigation system. So, so sometimes when it feels like all you're doing is riding through the clouds, you know, be aware because there might be a little light over there that you forgot or, you know, something that happened that you didn't even notice. So just wanted to share that because yeah, having big glorious things is magnificent, but it's also the small things like noticing a flower on your walk can be as as magnificent in the moment right yeah a couple of you made some really good points in there and the one thing is about the value of the small uh, you know the small changes sparks (laughs) let's call them sparks sparks. yeah yeah it's you know how you start a fire in the in the campsite right is that you make sparks and they do a bigger fire. And I think that the lesson in that, in the analogy is small, wise choices produce bigger results when you keep doing them. Mm -hmm. Lego sized, small, as you're going into 2022, this is the best advice we have. Small Uh, Lego sized choices that build on each other tend to be the most stable and produce the longest term result. When you look back on your 2021, can you see that at all? So that's one thing. The other thing that you you said something in here and it's just oh, just so stood out to me. Excuse me, is um, that you know you try things, they seem to work, they seem to not. Here's the deal: if something doesn't work, that's data. If something works, that's data. Yeah. So if you begin to look at your successes and failures, successes and failures, if you begin to, I air quotes them, um, if you begin to look at those as not in a shameful way or a prideful way, for, not from ego, not from shame, but instead as just data points to getting to where you want to go, mm-hmm. really free up a lot of mental energy to... Um, to be able to, to keep navigating through um, things that are not as easy or that appears where you're going to need to pivot or try something new. Um, so data, 
it's a, just a data point if something works or not. Let's take the shame mm -hmm. out of it. It's not helpful. If you didn't like how it turned out, great. Use that as a motivator. Don't do it again. No like, mistakes, you know only data. Yeah. No mistakes, yeah. only data. So that's good. And to continue with that. But the other thing is, it is marvelous and amazing to get the big bang and to go for this huge goal. And there are times in life when that is absolutely appropriate. You need to challenge yourself to be brave, to step out further and to really do that big thing. More often than not, our changes come from small, intentional choices to change something, to do it a little differently, to dare to try. And those build on each other and build a path forward. I love that scene. You know, the scene from um, that, Indi I think it's the last Indiana Jones where he's in the cave and the mm -hmm. grail is across an abyss. And um, he's like, how do we get there? We got all the way here to the cave and then it's over there. And then suddenly like it dawns on him. He takes one step into this huge abyss and boom, a step appears for that foot and he takes the next step and then it appears. That is often the way to really get to some of the biggest things in your life is to take small intentional steps and to be met as you go, not to try to eat the whole pie at one time, you know, sometimes yeah. you can have greater, um, help mm -hmm. with that. The other piece of that, and I'll, I'll quickly share this is if you are fully present, wherever you are in, in your life, in time, if you just drop in and stay fully present and make next choices from there, just whatever's in front of you, you think you should do next, you're going to find yourself walking through trauma and doubt and all of the blockage things that have happened. If you stay present and you don't do that thing where you go, oh my God, this is never going to work. And maybe I'm going to be a failure. And then everybody's going to look at me ridiculous. And I'm just, I'm nothing. I hear, I thought, I thought I was so great. And I'm not, who am I to even think this idea was any good? If you go into the federal meltdown thought process there, you're going to reap that reward. But if you stay present, just me and this one choice right now, you can look ahead and keep your eye on the prize. But if you just do what's right in this moment, and then this one, and then this one, and then this one, you're so much closer to mm -hmm. whatever goal you had for yourself. Slow and steady wins the race. Isn't that like an ancient saying? <laughs> so as we've been talking, I have, we've been talking about jet pilots and certainly they're mavericks. <laughs> and so I want to just hit on one more thing, uh, which is, you know, intuition. We haven't used the word intuition, but the, you know, thinking about a herd of cattle, they, you know, they move with together with each other. And, and I love cows, but, you know, the, the image of them all moving as, you know, all together and not really thinking, right? Like that's the whole idea that, but what we have as humans is this God-given magical intuition system. We're designed, and that's one of the fundamental cores of our teaching, right? And of my work as an energy healer and as an intuitive that gives guidance. Like I teach people all the time, we're, you're designed 
to be empowered and to make choices. But even the, the wiring sometimes is skewed because of different experiences, but you have your own helmet, you have your own microphone, you have your own ability to sense and perceive what's right for you. And only you can do that. And so this whole notion uh, of that, I, I feel like is what I would like to say, own that, own that as you move into a new year, that you're designed to be connected to the God of your understanding, to your heart, to your um, divinity, to your soul, and that, and navigating from that place, you don't even have to understand it, you do have to trust it, right, you do have to trust it, and it does take time to flex those muscles sometimes. If you've been doing it one way, you gotta change. You gotta go to the gym and work out some new muscles, but it's here for you. I think that's one of the biggest reasons we are, are doing this new program is because of empowerment, that you have the, the capacity to be your own truth, to live your own truth, to live from a place of connection that, that may or may not be new, but certainly can be very much deeper, deeper and deeper. And that's the path we've been on as, as intuitives and mystics, like deepening into, oh, okay, I got, I have a way to figure this out. Let me go inside. Let me look up and let me navigate from that place. Yeah. Fully owning who you are and owning your life. And you, listen, you don't control everything that happens to you, but you always control how you choose to frame it, the self-talk that you allow yourself to engage in around it and how you translate it. There are far too many who are comfortable, I'm gonna call it out, who have become comfortable with saying, this happened to me, I was raised this way, my parents taught me this, this person dumped me, mm -hmm. this person did this to me, and that's why I just can't seem to move forward. Word to you, you just can't seem to move forward because you're unwilling to move forward. You have become comfortable in the story. And my prayer for you is that you can begin to believe in yourself enough to change your story. Mm -hmm. There comes a point when you have to put on your big girl, your big boy panties and just get out there and take care of life. If you want to have an experience that you are proud of, that you find fulfilling, if you want to have your most amazing life, you're going to have to put on your big girl, your big boy panties, or listen, if you're really serious, put on your big girl boots, your big boy boots and go commando. <laughs> I don't care. What I'm saying though, is that if you want transformation, you have one, one thing that you must do. You have to knock down the excuses. You have to knock down the things that you have allowed yourself for too long to believe that holds you down. Mm -hmm. So yeah. as you begin to fully own, this is my life, my experience, that's the place that you uh, will find that you need to move into. And that's 
that's where your navigation system is critical because it becomes kind of scary um, to begin to make those choices. But when you practice it, it's like a muscle. It gets easier and easier for you to be you and for you to live a life that you're proud of and that you love. Mm -hmm. Really, that's our prayer for you in 2022 is that you begin to craft an amazing outside the box life led by here the deep inner knowing of your heart that you're being the best you that you can be by your standards that nobody else draws the standard but you respectfully beautifully honorably so yeah sing it sister i love how we had a jet flyover to come as confirmation <laughs> see those are the little things that make it all that you know synchronous and and even more fun <laughs> there is light beyond what you can see take that yeah. from the jet fighter and use that to make you braver to call your own bs yeah to trust that there is something better. Mm -hmm. the, the whole point of transformation is to move yourself into something better, right? Mm -hmm. And that yeah. Suzanne and I both have in different ways in our own lives. And we can tell you, even when you're in the not great moments, it's still so much better than living chained to somebody else's expectations and somebody else's version of your life being good. <laughs> yeah. Amen. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Tammy. That's a beautiful punctuation to this program to Mav Nav Your Life on the air live. Um, let's just share a little bit about what's coming. Um, Tammy and I both teach and we'll have we'll be rolling out a math nav your life program in the new year 2022 i also do independent sessions readings and healing energy sessions for with guided intuition all of this you can find at suzannealexandria.com get on my email list that's the best thing to do you'll find it right on the homepage. a little form to get your name on my email list and I also have a little free guide that you can download too. It's right on my homepage. 11 quick ways to shift your energy. Because all of this that we're talking about is, is shifting. And shifting is hard or easy. It's a lot of little choices. It's some big choices. But I've got a little free gift that is very succinct, 11 ways in three minutes or less to shift your energy because we believe when you shift your energy, you shift your life. When you shift your thinking, when you shift your vantage, when you bring in the divine and the light, it's life-changing in little teeny ways, but also huge ways. So go be merry. Think about what you did get, receive, what, what experiences you had this year. Let's leave with like, this perspective of looking at 2021 from the little seeds, maybe they were just tiny, right? But there were some things that I'm quite sure were pretty magnificent in everyone's life, big or small. So let's leave with that. Anything else, Tammy? Yes, we want to wish everyone a blessed 2022 and leave you with Ami Tuofo. <laughs> wish you eternal light. Yes, 